This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Let's be in the very positive vein about age. It is about judgment, and that's what a president needs to have. Joe Biden knows his why. He knows why he is there. He has a great vision for America. He has knowledge of the issues. He has so much experience. And he falls down a flight of stairs better than any president, at least since Gerald Ford. Gotta say. Nanny Pelosi on Morning Joke lying about Joe Biden. She was there to lie about a lot of things, She and she did. They love lying. They hate the truth. And the media helps because it's their job. And besides, the White House told him to yesterday, told him it's time to start lying up a storm on behalf of the Democrat Party and the It's already underway. Their marching orders have been received. Und? They are following the orders. They should really be wearing armbands. I've been saying this for quite some time. I'm I'm looking forward to the day when Democrats out in the street and on Capitol Hill and in the media start wearing party armbands to show their affiliation. I think it's entirely appropriate. Probably past due. Now, the New York Post has the story that I want to share with you at the top of this hour. We are, of course, at 888-630-9625. And uh, welcome. Welcome to our our Thursday broadcast throughout the universe, the galaxy. It goes everywhere because, you know, radio signals and and all that stuff. But here's the headline from Miranda Devine at the New York Post. Media's covert protection of scandal-plagued Biden comes uh, to light as yet they still push President, comma, Hunter's innocence. The news media pressing the innocence. And Miranda Devine points out correctly, what a desperately presumptuous act it is for the White House Counsel's Office to blast out a memo ordering media organizations to apply the blowtorch to Republicans and defend Joe Biden in the impending House impeachment inquiry. And we were just sharing with you the elements from Morning Joke and Willie Geist and and, uh, Joke Scarborough, where Nanny Pelosi is lying, oh, we held a vote uh, before we uh, launched an inquiry. Yeah, five weeks later, five weeks after the Democrats undertook the impeachment inquiry against President Trump the first time. Five weeks later, they held a vote, and then the impeachment uh, itself was a matter of weeks after that as well. But never mind, and and NBC didn't correct it or mention what the actual timeline was because they love the lie. They love their boy, Gurgle. I think Gurgle is their guy. And um, amazing stuff. And then the second impeachment, she didn't have a a vote uh, right away. I haven't seen the timeline on that yet. But they lie and they lie and they lie. So uh, desperately presumptuous, the White House counsel 
puts out a memo ordering the media uh, to take a blowtorch to Republicans and defend Joe Biden. And uh, that is already underway. The front page lead story of the Washington Post today, shape of GOP inquiry unclear. Lawmakers offer only vague details. And you go to page two, that's page one of the A-sectional. They have the A-sectional and the Metro-sectional. And page two, McCarthy, unable to govern, throws impeachment chum into capital waters. You can see that's not going to be a positive piece. And uh, that's the news media's job here. MSDNC brought Pelosi on to lie about the vote. And, and NBC News lied about the vote, too. And, and did they talk about the marching orders issued by the White House? Because... The uh, Miranda Devine at the New York Post, the marching orders went out Wednesday morning under the blaring headline in all caps now, all of it in all caps. Memo to editorial leadership at U.S. news media organizations. Aktun, aktun, snap tu, snap tu, schnell, schnell. Uh, I just added the last part, but the first part is true. Ian Sams, a, uh, a, a, a Democrat apparatchik at the White House, the grandly titled special assistant to the president and senior advisor and spokesman for the White House counsel's office declared, quote, it's time for the media to do more to scrutinize House Republicans' demonstrably false claims that they based impeachment stunt on. Aktun, Aktun. They, um, um, I, I, I just added the Aktun part. Talk about ungrateful, says Miranda Devine. The White House is uh, making overt what what has been covert and humiliating their media handmaidens in the process. I think that's exactly right, because now when the bootlicks at The Washington Post and The New York Times and at CNN, when they demonstrate their fealty to the party and to the Biden regime, uh, it's going to stink of this memo that was issued by the White House to news organizations. So uh, Miranda Devine writes, that section of the media that uh, ought to have been scrutinizing the president rather, rather than uh, covering him must, uh, must be uh, scratching their heads and red-faced with embarrassment. And it's true because the White House put this out, and it, and it reveals the relationship that they've kind of tried to keep quiet. But now it's right out of the closet, and they're wearing, wearing little nighties and teddies together and having a pillow fight. And... Uh, the, their love is showing. The jello-filled hot tub is on display here. They don't need a public rallying cry. They already know what to do, Miranda Devine writes, talking about the American news media. They've been carrying water for Joe Biden since he first shuffled out of the basement. And he's barely left the basement. The White House memo insists there is, quote, simply no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong, end quote. Well, that's what the media has been telling us notwithstanding the mountain of evidence to the contrary from the firsthand testimony of Biden business uh, CEOs, not just associates, but CEOs, Tony Bobulinski and, and Eric uh, Schwerin. And then, of course, we have the IRS whistleblowers testifying under oath. We have FBI whistleblowers that have come forward and gone to Congress. We have the Treasury Department with more than 150 uh, suspicious activity reports having to do with financial transactions of the Biden family. And, you know, they only flag these things if they're a big deal. Normally it leads to El Chapo or something. And uh, the White House memo says, the evidence does not exist right now. I like that he added right now. 
The evidence does not exist right now. We need to have more concrete evidence. That's uh, unbelievable uh, stuff. It's, uh, it's just great. So they put out the memo, and uh, the memo was accompanied by a 16-page so-called dossier. They love that word dossier. That's French for a pack of lies, in which the FBI, the Washington Post, the New York Times, NBC, fake news, CNN, the Associated Press, are quoted literally back to themselves, exonerating Joe Biden in the counterfactual post-truth parsing of language that passes for journalism these days at those formerly august outfits. The House Committee, and they sent a dossier to the press and instructions to the press. In fact, Jonathan Turley, the honest man and lawyer, law professor, Jonathan Turley on his ex-post said uh, of the White House memo, he said, the letter has an uncomfortable feeling of marching orders to the media. It certainly does. It is also notable in uh, the role of White House counsel's office. It removes any pretense of separation between the Biden personal legal team and the White House counsel's office, which is a violation and uh, the news media doesn't care because they're bootlicks and not journalists and they're a disgrace to the First Amendment. It's just uh, just amazing, amazing stuff. So the White House puts out their memo to the media. The media immediately snaps to salute smartly and starts following orders. They're marching orders. You will follow orders. It's uh, truly terrible. And it's perfectly normal today in America in 2023 because of our news media, so-called, and because our news media is such an absolute disgrace. But when you've got Jonathan Turley, they'll diss anybody that doesn't sing from the sheet music is then just viciously attacked and slandered and maligned, you know, like Paula Jones and Juanita Broderick and Monica Lewinsky. And that's what, that's their playbook. Anybody becomes a problem, they destroy them. Yeah, that's right. I went back to Bill Clinton, sexual assault, serial sexual assault. That's where I went <laughs> because it is the playbook. And uh, we played some stuff last week of the Democrats and James Carville uh, saying that uh, they need to go to the Clinton impeachment playbook. And that means you smear everybody. You slander everybody. And the news media does most of it for you because the Democrats and the news media have been in bed for, for a long, long time. It is a merger of state and corporate power. Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism. And it's where we are today in the United States of America, the Democrat Party and the information oligarchs in bed together again. Amazing stuff. Yes, sir. Now, I also want to get to, uh, to another, uh, because <laughs> everywhere you look, the Democrats are doing crazy. And... Um, in Chicago today, the Chicago Sun-Times, you know, they've got uh, illegal aliens going to Chicago, and uh, they're a sanctuary city, and they're hypocrites and liars because they're Democrats. And let's go, Brandon Johnson is a mayor so terrible that he may even be worse than uh, Lori Lightweight. And, uh, and the front page of the Chicago Sun-Times today is a photograph of a big empty parking lot next to what appears to be a big empty building. 
And the big blaring headline is campsite question mark in all caps in giant print. First of mayor's planned migrant tent shelters could end up in this vacant parking lot at 115th and Halstead in Morgan Park. All right. And that is a uh, that's because of the, the migrant tent shelters setting up Bidenville's. And they should be called Bidenvilles, like Hoovervilles from the Depression era. They should be called Bidenvilles because you got these people sprawled out on sidewalks all over New York City that are illegal aliens. And I don't know if you noticed, but they're practically 100% military-aged men. You know what I mean? Migrants come with their families. If you're looking at all military-aged men, that's more of an invasion. Invasions come with all military-aged men. Migration comes with families. That's why the left loves to focus on, oh, family units. They call them family units now because that's the the space age talk. So this is their plan for uh, a giant parking lot, and it's going to be the first of the mayor's planned tent shelters. Maybe uh, Brandonville's, Johnsonville's. You don't want to call them Johnsonville's, I think. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Bidenville's because they're going to have these tent campsites with all the illegal aliens. It's happening in Chicago. It's happening in New York. These are not border cities. They're not border states. Uh, New York does border Canada. Uh, and uh, and it, we were talking about it this morning. Michael Piercy and I were talking about it this morning. And naturally, uh, what came to mind was Blazing Saddles when the townspeople of Rock Ridge were having a meeting about how bad things were getting. It's a time of great decision. A time of great decision. Are we to stay or up Time to flee Chicago and New York. There's no avoiding this conclusion. Our town is turning into There's no, there's no avoiding this conclusion. Our town is turning into something worse, something bad, and this is uh, this is their plan. This is and uh, this is all Joe Biden's fault. It's all the Democrat Party's fault. They want to turn your boys into girls and your girls into boys. And uh, Lola is their theme song, and uh, they want to uh, make sure that the country is overrun with millions and millions of illegal aliens sleeping on sidewalks and in your child's school gym which they're also taking over all over the country. And they're sanctuary cities, and they couldn't be bigger hypocrites or bigger clowns or bigger liars. We call them Democrats, honestly. That's their plan. Bidenville, tent cities all over America. And the news media is nowhere to be found because they've wedged their heads into one another's dark and remote locations, and they're performing a conga line around the country. You know, President Biden's plan to introduce and inflict the digital dollar in the United States of America is already nefariously underway. And it's very important to understand the potential consequences here, because notwithstanding what they're telling us, this whole scheme is in no one's best interest except the statists. Time is of the essence, so taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect yourself. You can help protect your savings and your retirement and your family from the crazy Biden scheme of the digital dollar by diversifying your money 
with IRAs in gold and silver, precious metals, my friend. Call the experts and our friends at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. They'll give all the guidance needed on, on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance of gold and silver will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah. They're just making everything better, aren't they? This is progress. They're progressives. But the media, are they wearing armbands yet, Michael? They should be wearing armbands. The whole party should be wearing armbands. The media has snapped too, and they're following orders. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bidenville's all over the country. Tent cities and parking lots to house the myriad illegal aliens waved across our southern border with the child sex traffickers and the ISIS trafficker sending the Uzbeks into the United States, the Chinese nationals sneaking in across our southern border. This is uh, Joe Biden's America, the Democrat Party's America. Let's go to uh, Daniel calling from Washington, D.C. On hell, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Got, you you mentioned tent cities. I mean, are they actually really thinking about putting, like, union camp tent cities or like they used to do back in the Roman Empire with Maximus and Spartacus? Because how are they going to keep these people warm? Chicago's not the warmest town in the wintertime. I mean, they obviously haven't thought this out very much. And since they basically did this, to say, hey, listen, we opened the border for you. Don't don't forget to vote Democrat every four years. Now it's gotten too big for them to handle. And oh, well, we're going to put up ten cities. Yeah, how many of them are going to freeze? Well, it uh, is. Uh, I can attest to the fact that Chicago in the winter time can be one of the coldest places on the planet Earth, with the howling winds off the lake, and and uh, you know it uh, freezes for months and months on end. And we're we're talking about people, Daniel that are very often from tropical locations, you know, equatorial uh, locations. And, uh, you know, the, what do we call it, the triangle or something and down in Central America? They're not going to like Chicago in January. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, we know that uh, the Biden family, $20 million, a couple of dozen LLCs, front companies, directly accused of, uh, by at least one Ukrainian, with uh, reason to know, directly accused of accepting bribes, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, very directly. Uh, And, um, you know, the news media, if we only had uh, news media, They'd have a lot of fun with this story, you know, if they were objective and fair and pay no attention to any of this. Um, The memo that this crook, Ian Sams, at the White House put out yesterday instructing the media to assail Republicans and defend Joe Biden, which is already being followed. It actually came up a, a reporter for The Hill at the White House yesterday asked a question of cringe, of cringe on Pierre who's still kind of heartbroken because she broke up with uh, Suzanne Malveaux, uh, her now former CNN reporter and anchor uh, gal pal. They adopted a child together. Do you know that? They adopted, and now they're breaking up. Maybe they can return the child. Yeah, give it back to keep the receipt. Yeah, too late. To, you got to keep the receipt when you get these. It's like, you know, like getting a, a rescue kitten or something. Uh, just give the kid back. I mean, what's the... Who could imagine this wouldn't work out, you know? That's pretty amazing stuff. But a reporter for The Hill in the White House briefing room yesterday asking an actual question of cringe about this outrageous memo that Ian Sams of the White House Counsel's Office put out. Why the White House Counsel? Not the press office, but the White House Counsel, the, the lawyers for the President of the United States, instructing the media to do what the party wants, which, if Ian Sams knew anything, he would know that that is redundant, unnecessary, repetitive, a waste of ink, because that's what they do. But here is is the question from a reporter at The Hill to Cringe yesterday. Um, On the memo that was sent out to news organizations about covering this impeachment inquiry, uh, can you give us some background into the decision-making of why you thought sending that was necessary? I'm going to leave that to the White House counsel uh, from my colleague who sent that that uh, memo. Uh, just laid out really uh, kind of specifically as to how we see uh, this process has moved forward, how there is no evidence. Uh, it's not even coming from us. It's coming from Republicans uh, in, in, in Congress. We've been very clear about that. I actually what? think uh, that memo lays out uh, pretty, pretty, in pretty good detail of why we uh, felt uh, it was important to put that out. I'm just not going to get beyond what my colleague has shared with all of you. We, uh, you're going to refer you to the White House Counsel's Office, which are they holding a press conference? Because they're the White House Counsel's Office. You're the White House spokeswoman. This is a White House briefing and referring me to a sub department which does not hold press conferences and does not uh, come out and, and explain themselves is obviously a punt. Uh, and where's the rest of the 
news media jumping in like the pack of locusts that they were during the Trump years or during any Republican administration. The memo to editorial leadership at U.S. news media organization, organizations, plural, from, uh, from Ian Sams. It's time for the media to do more to scrutinize House Republicans. Demonstrably false claims that they are basing impeachment on. And uh, listen to all these lies from Ian Sams. He likes lying. He's a lawyer and a liar and a Democrat and a liar. After nearly nine months of investigating, House Republicans haven't been able to turn up any evidence of the president doing anything wrong. That is a strong lie to open with. Now, I mean, as a lawyer, he's not supposed to be the personal lawyer for the president of the United States, so this is an abuse of power. He's misusing his, uh, his position in the White House counsel's office. But that is, of course, completely false. I'm not going to chalk it up to not following the news in this case. Either is, I, I'm sorry, uh, unable to turn up any evidence of the president doing anything wrong other than the $20 million, the multiple LLCs, the lying about not knowing about his son's business dealings and the photographs showing up of Joe Biden with his son's business associates and various venues and including the vice president's office, the vice president's residence, a restaurant in Georgetown where the, uh, the elite meet to eat, uh, the photographs with Ukrainians, with, with people from all over the crazy place. No, there is no evidence at all. Who, who, there is no, no evidence. Isn't that astonishing? Just amazing. They don't have any evidence. They've got the testimony of Tony Bobolinsky, and they've got the testimony of, of uh, uh, what's his name, Eric Schwer, Schwerin, and uh, they've got the whistleblowers from the IRS. They've got the suspicious activity reports from the Treasury Department. Oh, well, none of that. That's all Hunter Biden. Really? He's a one-man racketeering genius then because, um, you know, all of this beats a path directly to Joe Biden's door, to the door of one of his multi-million dollar mansions, which he couldn't possibly afford on the salary of a senator or a vice president, and he has multiple. Uh, But pay no attention to any of that because why would anyone pay any attention to that? Yeah, there's no evidence, he says, of him doing anything wrong. Where'd he get all those millions of dollars? Why'd he bring his son to China, the crackhead to China, the smartest man he knows? And Ian Sams continues, but House Republicans led by Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's not true, that's the second sentence, that's a lie, none of this is being led by Marjorie Taylor Greene, are nonetheless opening a baseless impeachment inquiry of President Biden. That's a lie. This whole first paragraph is a pack of lies despite many House Republicans openly admitting there is no evidence on which to support it. I wouldn't say on which to support it. You might say on which to base, uh, but uh, not on which to support it. That's uh, poor grammar. I'm not sure. He probably went to Harvard Law, but that's uh, pretty bad. Impeachment is grave, rare, and historic, which is why we had two of them in the four years of the Trump administration. And they carried out the first impeachment inquiry for five weeks without a floor vote, which they now demand must take place before you begin an inquiry because of double standards. The Constitution requires, quote, treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Well, he's been directly accused of bribery. 
which you're right, it's interesting that he draws attention to that uh, because bribery has been very specifically mentioned by Ukrainians who were involved in the bribery. Pay no attention to that. And, of course, the FBI confidential source in Ukraine who has taken in hundreds of thousands of U.S. taxpayer dollars. Um, and the testimony is everywhere. And more than 150 Treasury Department suspicious activity reports. Pay no attention to any of this. Aren't they amazing? You're a Democrat party. Just extraordinary. Ah, crazy. Yes, sir. Our Democrat party. They are extraordinary. All right, there was other um, cringe, cringe audio. And then Cobble Kirby yesterday. We have cringe, more cringe, and Cobble Kirby from the White House yesterday. Um, now retired Admiral John Kirby, who lies for a living, and he's terrible at it. I've got to say, I mean, I know they're difficult lies to peddle, but uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Let's, uh, let's go. There is more cringe, right? Cringe. Had uh, had another one yesterday on the impeachment evidence, which, um, like the the White House counsel Ian Sams, there's nothing to see here. There's no evidence, and and the media should start saying that, and then they do. It's amazing. Cringe yesterday on the evidence and impeachment. This is the big lie. Even House Republicans have said, have said, the evidence does not exist. To my friend in the back who just yelled at, which is incredibly inappropriate, uh, but House Republicans have said that there doesn't, there doesn't, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There is a House Republican or two who are in uh, marginal districts who are concerned about re-election, as all members of Congress are. Uh, apparently, must be the greatest jobs in the world <laughs> because of well, the lengths that people will go to to secure and maintain those positions is mind-boggling. But there is no evidence, and some congressional Republicans have said, well, I'm waiting to see uh, more evidence, right? Um, So she overstated what House Republicans have said, but that's okay. Um, mm -mm 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 -mm. Now, there was a fun question yesterday, and I got a story in here on this one. This was a reporter for the Washington Times going to Cobble Kirby uh, and soundbite number four. Cobble Kirby was up there talking to um, the press, and there was at least one reporter there, I'm happy to say, from the Washington Times, who asked an actual question, an important question, about uh, the, you know, the, the brain of the President of the United States and whether it's working at all. Washington Times reporter Jeff Mordock, Mordock uh, asked the question of Cobble Kirby because uh, we played it for you the other day. When Joe Biden was in uh, Alaska on September 11th instead of being someplace that mattered. And he said that he was at Ground Zero in New York on September 12th, 2001, the day after the attacks in New York. And that was a lie. That was uh, Joe Biden lying. Ground Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day. Lie. And looking at the building, I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't there. He, he got there nine days later uh, with a group of other people, nine days later. But there he was, and he's lying on the anniversary of September 11th in uh, remote Alaska, the most distant air base 
in the United States of America. And um, and that's where he spent September 11th. And I was there the next day, and it was the Gates of Hell, which was a line he stole from Hillary Clinton and her Gates of Hell thing. Hillary Clinton lied about being in New York on September 11th, and that was a lie. Uh, and all of that is just fine because our news media, it's an extraordinary thing. Well, Kabul Kirby was asked about that false claim and several others that Joe Biden has made lately. And listen to Kabul Kirby's feckless, hapless, pathetic response. Uh, John, um, in the past couple of weeks, the president has lied about being at ground zero the day after the September 11th attacks, falsely claimed he saw the pits. Uh, John, um, in the past couple of weeks, uh -oh. the president has lied about being at ground zero the day after the September 11th attacks, falsely claimed he saw the Pittsburgh Bridge collapse. Uh, claimed his grandfather died in the hospital days before his birth. What is going on with the president? Is he just believing things that didn't happen did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? <laughs> because those are the only two possibilities. And, uh, and he ticked off the, uh, uh, Jeff Mordock did, ticked off several of his, Joe Biden's big falsehoods just lately. Um, and then Cobble Kirby jumped in to spin and lie and cover up because that's his job. The president uh, was deeply touched and honored to be able to spend 9-11 with uh, military members there in Alaska. Non-responsive. Uh, and uh, was, uh, was, was honored by their presence and the chance to make an um, important set of remarks about why we need to continue to remember that day. Um, and he did that. Um, and he spoke about uh, a visit to Ground Zero, which he did participate in. Uh, about a week or so after uh, the, or so, the event. Or um, so, nine days. And what that looked and what that smelled and what like, like that felt like. Uh, and it had a visceral impact on him, as it did so many other Americans on that terrible day. The lie was that he was there the next day, and uh, that's Cobble Kirby's spin, because Washington is full of people that, with a straight face, can mislead and misdirect and... It, uh, it reminded me again when I saw Kabul Kirby yesterday of the Soviet author, Elena Gorakova, who said in her book, A Mountain of Crumbs, about the horrors of the Soviet Union, she said, the rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us and we keep pretending to believe them. That's her description of the Soviet Empire. And that is the Democrat Party today in a very, very big way. String of saying things that happened, didn't have things that are easily debunked. Why does he keep doing that? The president was grateful to spend that time with those family members and those troops. Misdirection. And then he did go there about a week later, nine days later. The point was he said he was there the day after. But he doesn't address that, does he? Elena Gorakova, a mountain of crubs. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying. But they keep lying to us, and we keep pretending to believe them. That's actually the, the poster that should be hanging in every newsroom. <laughs> because that's what our newsrooms do. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home or your office that you just can't get rid of but sure would like to? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor. With the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier, 
The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans. Even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure thunderstorm. I have two of them working at home, my own self. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. And this is big. There are no expensive filters to have to buy and online and ship to you and replace on a schedule because it's self-contained. You can hold one in your hand. They're only this big. More than 350,000 thunderstorms sold thousands of five-star reviews online. You can check them out for yourself. Works like a champ. And this week, I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms because right now, you can save 200 American dollars on three Eden Pure thunderstorms for whole home protection. Three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com and enter the discount code Chris. C-H-R-I-S. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Chris and shipping is free. Bum, bum, dum, bum, dum. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Now, we do have a couple of Republican members of Congress that are speaking up, including Congressman James Comer. The Washington Examiner has the story. Comer says he has leads on tracing $10 million bribe to Joe Biden that he allegedly accepted. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, Republican Kentucky, has said he has leads on tracing $10 million bribe that President Joe Biden allegedly received. The payment is documented on an FBI-generated FD-1023 form which was released to Senator Chuck Grassley in July. You may recall that in the document, a confidential FBI informant told the Federal Bureau of Investigation that Mykola Zlochevsky, the head of Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company where Hunter Biden sat on the board, had allegedly claimed he funneled $5 million to Joe Biden when he was vice president and $5 million to Hunter Biden in an alleged exchange for pressuring the Ukrainian government to fire Viktor Shokin, the country's lead prosecutor who was believed to have been investigating Burisma. We do have leads, Comer said. We believe and suspect that there are offshore accounts. It is a major organized crime operation. It, it, it honestly is. It's pretty amazing stuff. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.